it goes three for the trouble and two for the base. We Bay-Bay's kids and we're wrecking this place. Now, all bad kids seem to always get spanked, but try that with us and you might get ganked. Release the balloons and act real funny as we ride rides and Robin spends money. To my posse won't be no attacking. Hey, yo. We ain't wild. Straight, straight jacking. Jack hey. <laughs> if you know, you know. Bay-Bay's kids, guys. Okay, of course the millennials, <laughs> the people born in 
rollerblades. So I can't, as good as I skate, I cannot skate with rollerblades. Really? Like, it feels like I'm skating with two left feet. Yeah. What's funny is it's so much easier for me. They they say that it usually is with the quads. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess since I've always skated with those, like... I'm just a natural at it, but yeah, girl, let me put on some rollerblades. You're like, okay, yeah, you cannot the other skate. Ones, like, I just tip over. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is. Like, every time I get on those things, and it's so cute because y'all just be doing all kinds <laughs> of stuff. And I'm like, I would love to do that, but every time I put those things on, I just tip over. I'm like, let me not embarrass myself. It's, it's really all about balance. So, yeah. Okay, we don't have to get out to the skating ring. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. You are now listening to the MILFs Podcast. Why? Why? Why are we calling them Bebe's kids? So, you know, I had recently told you I was in, where was I? Dollar Dollar General, something like that. Mm -hmm. Y'all, I was in the store and there was this lady. She was with her daughter. I think the girl was about 16. Mm. And um, I'm sorry, wait, you said the girl was 16 years old? I think she was 16, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the lady was just talking this to the cashier. This whole time cash- I was a little kid. Uh-uh. The lady was talking to the uh, cashier, and she was like, yeah, she got a little attitude right now. And the daughter was just, like, standing there. You know, her mom was talking about her. Mm-hmm. She's like, she got a little attitude right now. You know, these kids are just real disrespectful nowadays. And I'm like, I can see where this is going. But it actually went completely left. Like... <laughs> The 16-year-old daughter was like, man, shut up. Like, it was like, oh, man, hold shut up. up. Hold up. Was she, was uh, like, was she, oh, was she? No, she was us. She was black. I swear. She was black. Listen, my mother, she would have snatched me. Like, huh? You said what? My mama wouldn't have made a scene of this stuff. But I think my you know mom would have been like, who the hell are you talking to? My mom, no, she wouldn't have made a scene at the store. But as soon as we got in that car and got home. I wouldn't even have the chance to get in the car. I would. <laughs> she would have beat me. She probably would have ran me over. I wouldn't have the chance to get in the car. No, see, my parents, uh-uh, they were not playing with us. We we were raised to be respect, respectful. Like, whenever I talk to, like, we talk to our dad, we say, yes, sir. Right. Um, I don't feel like my mom was ever like, yes, ma'am. But, like, in our, like, in my culture, you don't hand adults anything with your left hand. Like, that's disrespectful. Oh. That's, that's the hand you use to wipe your ass. Like, that's disrespectful. I, I learned something new today. You only hand people stuff with your right hand because that's the clean hand. So, yeah, it's just, it's, oh. It gets worse, though. So, there was that. She said the shut up and smacked her lips. Mm-hmm. And then... I, and I her kinda, mother did what? She just stood there? She she kept talking about the situation to the cashier, and then there was a man that was between me and the lady. And mm-hmm. she kept talking to this man, and she's like, you know, these kids nowadays. So I could I get it. I'm I'm not excusing what, what the child was doing, but like that's kind of irritating. Like, okay, mommy, you telling this man my business, you don't know him. You telling this cashier my business, you don't know him. And obviously you could see there was some tension going on between the parents. Right. So, anyways, they were going back and forth, and the kid, like the kid just walked out. She just walked out she said something and cussed and walked out i'm like okay she's mad and i was like that's the difference between like the the generations because i mm-hmm. feel like that's something that a kid would do that's around like my brother's age my brother right. is like 20 something and they they just be like fuck you blah blah blah. like they they be about it about it and so I'm how, just do, like, how do you feel like do that <laughs> i i agree with what you're saying like her mother shouldn't have been you know i guess enticing the situation or and i don't know yeah, like, instigating the situation, but at the same time, I feel like that's still your mother. You know, you can talk to her, you know, not in public, like right. And that's why I was like, I'm not in private. You can express that, doing. but don't sit here and be cussing at your mom. 
Um, so how do you feel? Because I actually recently spoke to a mother um, about, you know, some some situations that we were having, some disagreements and, you know, how we weren't getting along for some time. And the way she expressed it to me, like, it was regardless of how she was treating me, regardless of how, you know, the family was treating me um, or whatever it is that they were saying, you know, because this was her justification, because I come from a Nigerian family and because I was raised Nigerian, because I am Nigerian, because I know where I'm from, um, our language and all, all of that, because of all of that, I basically should have just stood there and taken it because she's an older person. And it's because, like, her. that's really, that's really, like, the belief. I feel like that's a black, uh, that's a, whether, whether Okay, so like it's not just a Nigerian thing. Or, right, no, it's yeah. just, it's a black That's thing. a black household And I thing. am not, I'm not, I'm not for that. I'm, I'm not raising my children. I feel like if you are an adult and, you know, you want to teach a child respect, because that whole thing, like, growing up listening to that, because, because this person is an adult, you know, you need to shut up and take it. Uh-uh. Look. If you're going to teach somebody respect, you need to show them respect. There's a way to discipline someone without being disrespectful. Cussing me out, telling me how I'm useless, all of that, and, you know, degrading my name, demeaning me is not going to teach me respect. If anything, it's just going to teach me how to, you know, not like authority. Right. And then you get into schools and you're wondering why are children acting wild is because this is what they're seeing from their, their parents. You want to teach them respect, show them respect. Even if it is you're trying to punish them, there's a way that you can do it without punishing them so I'm just or without you know being disrespectful so like when she was doing that I didn't even want to waste my time like to explain to her why look this is why you got this reaction from me because you were mad disrespectful and um so I feel like when I'm raising my kids like Ezra now I'm not going to I'm not teaching him that you know you should sit down you should sit down and take a beat down from your adults because they're adults Right, so and not, not, I feel like I'm always gonna be like you should. Yes, I feel like yes, you should. Uh, you should respect um, adults at all times. You should always respect adults. Be very respectful. However, if an adult is being disrespectful to you, I'm not going to tell my child to sit there and continue to take I that. You either boys. walk away. I want you to be respectful. But if my child somehow, out of anger because you're being disrespectful, becomes disrespectful himself, I can't. I can't sit here, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, I'm going to punish my child because that's what society expects me to do. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. I'm going to be like, look, you disrespected my child. My child is still a human being, right? Just because you're older does not make you a better person, doesn't make you, you know, more beloved by God. Like, y'all are both in the same boat. Don't sit here and disrespect them because they're younger. And I always hated that mentality, like, growing up. So when she told me that, girl, like, in my head, I was like, ooh, I really want to, you know, tell you off right now because it's like she completely dismissed everything that she did mind you i apologized to her in the end i never got any apology or anything so it's like you completely dismissed everything that you did everything that you said you know everything that i went through yeah because you're an adult and it's just crazy that's uh that's very toxic and i know like from the word the word of 2019 we bring it we bring my it background I, uh, it was like a household where you didn't like really question things. Mm. But before we even talk about like discipline, just to stay like on topic with like being a baby kid, I wouldn't say I was a baby kid. Like, I don't think I was a baby kid. Of course, you know, there was times that I didn't listen to my parent. Mm -hmm. But as far as discipline, like when my mom would discipline me and my mom disciplined me more than my dad. 
Um, when my mom did discipline me, it was one of those things like what I say goes. And if you get the courage to question me, don't don't question me because I've already made up my mind. And I know like as far as co-parenting with me, <coughs> that's going to be one of my biggest challenges because, of course, me and uh, the other parent, we come from different backgrounds and like. He's used to questioning, like, his folks. Mm -hmm. And when I first met him and I saw him, like, ask certain things, I was just like, that conversation would have been over. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare question my mom. Like, what she <laughs> right. said was what she said. Right. And I know, like, with our, our son, like, my two-year-old, he hasn't, he's not really in the why phase yet. And when he gets in it, I have to prepare myself, like, okay, you grew up one way, mm -hmm. but you have to keep in mind, like, your son is learning from two different parent styles and if he does ask you why it's okay don't freak out and just mm -hmm. be like oh you're being disrespectful you're not listening because we do have the right to ask our honest why right. especially when we don't understand mm -hmm. um so yeah like as far as that i'm kind of like and but like for my two-year-old he's in the phase of like the huh and mm -hmm. the what mm -hmm. and i'm just like where did you get it from or does that and I, I, saying, is that I blame it on daycare <laughs> And our children, our children go to the same yep. daycare. I'm not blaming They're just like one friends. kid, but I, I, I do, I, I do blame it on daycare. And I'm just like, oh, like I'm not gonna discipline him because he's saying what, right? Or he's saying, huh? Hey, remember, I sent you a video. It's um, there's a video that I sent you with King Nas' dad that was explaining. I don't know if you watched it. I sent it to you on Instagram. Uh, I probably yeah. missed it. And it was so basically his dad was talking about, you know, this is how they raised King Na. Okay. And this is why he's this, you know, motivational speaker. And he's right. young. The boy is like 10 maybe. I don't okay. know, 10, 11. He's pretty young, but he's like traveling the world, giving motivational speeches, you know, to adults. Right. Not just children, but to adults. And the reason why he is the way he is is because his parents, like, you know, when like Ezra and Josiah, they're like just crying and being like real irritable. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, getting angry or dismissing them or like, telling them and like go to timeout or something like that like they encourage them like to express their you know emotions and like you know when they're getting loud sometimes when Ezra gets loud I'm just like and that that and is I'm, I'm learning and it's like instead of you know telling them to calm down and be quiet let them express it in a healthier way like engage right. with your children and that and is a good them. a very good and positive yeah aspect to have with them like I'm in um this Facebook group as you already know, I'm in a million Facebook groups, and it's called A Nurture Child. And basically, you know, their principles are, like, providing a space for black mothers who are interested or committed to parenting with love, like mutual respect, realistic boundaries, and positive af affirmations and peace by intentionally modeling the lifestyle that, you know, they want their children uh, to emulate, I am not sure, but I definitely can add you. Yes, please. So we will put this Facebook group in our description after this episode. But for any parent, um, dad or mom, like who wants to take a different approach with discipline, like it is okay to discipline your child. Yeah. But if you have like a really frustrated child and you're just like, damn, like I didn't spank this baby. Mm -hmm. I didn't So what do you mean by discipline? Because I feel like discipline is different. You don't necessarily have to be physically, you know, you don't have to be physical in order to even discipline. Even with timeout, like I, I know timeout don't work for kids. So mm -hmm. like with Josiah, when he gets really irritable, the first thing that I tell him to do is relax. Let's, mm -hmm. let's relax. You're crying. And then I also learned from another mom. She has twins. Um, her, 
her kiddos, one of the boys shared the same name as mine, but she does a thing where she was like, touch your nose if you can hear me. Mm-hmm. And when she taught me that, I was like, oh my gosh, let me start that with Josiah. And he okay. he would listen. He would touch his so, nose. You remember when you were talking about like you want a baby kid and how your mom was more of a disciplinary yeah. in here? So my mom was the one. Both of my parents were disciplinary, but in very, very drastically different ways. Um, or at least with like me and my sister. So like my mom would do the beating. Okay. <laughs> uh, my dad never beat me and my sister. Now he did beat the boys, but he never beat me or my sister. Um, that's a thing to talk about too, because I, I right. feel like some men don't feel comfortable. Right. My dad, dis- my dad never beat me. However, <laughs> however, his discipline wasn't any, like it wasn't worse than a beating or it wasn't better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So there's, um, I feel like every, every Nigerian kid grew up with the same discipline. So you would have to kneel down. Your discipline is you go to a corner, you kneel down, and you raise your hands uh-huh. for a long time. And it uh-huh. felt like forever. And then there was the other one where, um, like, you would kneel one one leg is, like, bent. Okay. And you're kind of doing, like, a, it's kind of like a, like a RDL type thing. Okay. And hold, and go like this. Okay. For a while. And if you're, like, so y'all getting a full workout. <laughs> yes, it's like a workout. And it's like, those were actually kind of worse because you would be standing there for a good minute. So for me... Though, if I got any discipline like that, it would just be standing in the corner. Like, mm. standing for a very long time. Do you feel it, like that worked? Mm. I feel like the beatings worked. Because I was mm. I was always, like, afraid. Like, look, my mom is not about to beat me. So, I got me. very immune to the beatings. But, oh, ooh, my, my worst beating. Oh, my gosh. This, this belt came from out of hell. This was an old school belt. Y'all, this... It's funny now, but at the time it was not funny. My mm-hmm. mom was actually on crunches at the time because mm-hmm. she she had an accident. So I did something, be like <coughs> at the mouth. My mom's like, you know, I'm about to spank your ass, and I'm like, she ain't gonna whoop me. She on crunches. Mm-mm. <laughs> I had to stand by the end of the bed, and she literally holding on to the bed, tore my ass up, and I'm like, why <laughs> does this spanking hurt so bad? Like I I was just immune to belts and I didn't even get a spanking that much with belts like mm-hmm. after a while it became hands mm-hmm. but I'm just like why does this hurt so oh, yeah, bad I felt that spiritually when you said after a while it, it became, became hands like you get like, oh you now. think your grandma was like look <laughs> yeah like this belt it's not gonna work that's what I knew my mom was a strong person I was like like I always knew she was strong yeah. like mentally but I never really until the day my mom started, like, she was like, I don't need the bell. I'm going to just, you know, fight you like you, girl. I never really looked at her as, like, physically strong because right. I always associated, like, physical strength with males. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my dad is strong. Um, but, girl, when my mom showed, she showed me, like, pep, pep. I was like, yeah, I will never try you. <laughs> I was like, I will never try you. So, like, when I used to get into fights, like, in high school or, uh-huh. like, junior high, because, girl, I used to get into, like, fights. Like, yeah. girls used to hate me. So, when I used to get into fights, people would be like, you know, where do you get, you know, your strength from? How do you know how to fight? I'm like, Defending all, myself. Defending myself. First of all. And then, also, I had brothers. I was like, I fought my brothers, too. I'll yeah. fight everybody. Everybody used to get me. Baby, <laughs> me and my brother used to Except fight, like, Ike and Tina Turner. And for the longest, <laughs> my parents were like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, that I am the oldest. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know. I I used to, like, put hands on my brother. And my mm-hmm. mom was like, Danny, you have to stop doing that. Like, one day yeah. he is going to turn around and, like, hit you. And it wasn't oh, in the thing, like, where I just went up to him and was hitting him. But it right. was, like, once I got irritable, it's just, like, move. Like, you in my space, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll never forget one day, we was arguing over the trash, y'all. The stupidest shit. Arguing over the trash. He said something, and I, like, muffed him. And he turned around mm-hmm. and said, bloop. I was like, oh, my lip. Like, it just shocked me. I was like, my little brother, like, who's oh, way gosh. taller than me, I'm short. Like, he popped me. And I'm like, I got hit. And my parents, both of them, my mom and Girl, dad, was brothers like, are always what you a do? <laughs> so, like, in my house, and it's, it's funny that I'm about to tell the story, because if my siblings listen to this, they're probably going to be laughing so hard. Um, because we always talk about this. There was a time, and one of my brothers, um, the, the the one right after me, yeah. girl, he was just, he was, everybody was fighting him. I was fighting him, my sister was fighting, my mother was fighting, my daddy, everybody was fighting, he was fighting at school. It was like, he was a god. It was just like, we love him, but he's a lot. And um, I remember, and I think this was definitely when I was still in elementary, I was like in fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. He took, the, so we used to fight for the remote. Like, whoever had the remote one day was like in control, like all day. That's funny because you have a big family, so I yes, can just like and we used that. to, girl, we used to fight for that remote. And this is when it was just four of us at the time. So once I wasn't born yet. And Peter, like, kept getting the remote, and I swear it was like a month straight, and he kept watching the country music channel, and don't none of us like country music. Like, we used to listen to, like, Faith Hill and Shania Twain every now and then, because my mom loved them. But, like, as far as, like, the country music channel, we wanted to watch Nickelodeon, Disney, all that. He was punishing us. <laughs> he was punishing us. And it was, like, it was weird. What's the like, Zodiac sign? Like, why are you Gemini. so... Oh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Gemini. Them people are crazy. So, Why are you so evil? And I swear it was like he had to have been going to sleep with the remote. But anyways, long story short, I finally got control of it one day. And there was, there. I think it was that same day, like, I finally got control and, you know, everything was back to normal. No more country music. And um, I don't know. He, he, like, said something. And I guess, like, all the animosity and anger just for suffering. <laughs> For so long without getting to watch, like, Disney, because Disney Channel was my thing. Yeah. Like, girl, I wild out. We were fighting. Like, I think um, we broke something, but it wasn't the glass door, because we were living in an apartment at this time. And I remember one time, um, he was playing with a, he was playing in the living room and broke, like, a whole table, like, a whole glass table. They broke a whole glass door. Girl, when I say this boy was wild... But, girl, I beat the mess out of him, and my dad ran in, and he was like, you can't keep doing this, the exact same thing that you were saying. That is exactly what he told me. He's like, you can't keep doing this. This boy is going to grow up to, to be tall, and he's going to, you know, take Retaliate. all his, Exactly. Take out all his vexing on you because of what you're doing right yeah. So after that day, like, I don't think we ever fought, fought, like, for, no, we never fought that badly ever again. But when I tell you, I used to whoop his and it's, ass. It's I, crazy. I can't, I can't now because, crazy. like, he is, he, he <laughs> the memories that you have with your siblings, like when y'all used to throw blows, like every Bruh. household has it. It's definitely not a race thing. Every household has every it. Every race, every household. I know one of my right. favorite memories with my brother, like we're closer now. And sometimes I just be like, thank you, Jesus, because I didn't know we was going to make it there because that's how <laughs> bad we used to fight. Right. But it was one time we stayed in these apartment complex, Arlington to be exact. And it's the park that's over there off of... Um, Cooper and Green Oaks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, I don't know if it's called Legacy Park or something like that. But how the apartments were set up, there was a creek in the back. And I uh it was these kids that were like, You wanna you you wanna go walk over the creek? I'm like, sure, my brother, he don't know no better. I'm like, come on, Junior, let's go. Girl, we go and how it was set up, like we were walking on rocks and thank you, Lord, nothing happened that day. But if somebody would have slipped and fell, like mm. 
you know, we could have lost our lives because it was up here and then down there was just water Jesus. and uh, rocks. And then I didn't know, because at the time I didn't have a cell phone. You know, this was the house phone days, y'all. That's how old we yes. are, the house phone days. Um, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Please <leave> a message. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, uh, we're, we're going into the park. I come back, and then, like, I see my mom, and I'm just, like, my face was literally like, shit. Mm. Because we weren't supposed to go outside. And my yeah, ass. I'm like, we going to go outside before the mama get back? Yeah. So my mom's like, oh, okay. My mom's like, where are you? My confession. <laughs> my brother did not get in trouble that day. She's like, you're the oldest. You're supposed to set an example. And I swear, like, as a kid, I don't think I was a baby kid, but I stay getting in trouble, and I just don't understand why. And it wasn't inside of school. It was mm-hmm. outside of school. Yeah. I was like, what What am I doing with my life? What's going on? Oh, Lord. But, yeah, I got the worst I got the worst ass whooping that day, and that's the first time I felt hands. I guess my mom was just like, you know what? I'm over you and your shenanigans. <laughs> you so, want to be an adult, so I'm going like, to you like what? We used to do the same thing. My parents would be like, don't go outside. Like right. we, we were supposed to come home from school and stay inside. Girl, we went outside. We had friends over. Okay. <laughs> we had friends a whole over the house. Party. And, like, I remember when we moved to the house that my parents live in now. Like, yeah. um, when we first moved in, we didn't have too much furniture for, like, a minute. Were y'all and in high school over there? Yes. So this is okay. this no, actually when we moved to that house is when I started junior high. I went to Hutch. Oh, okay. So I started junior Hutch high and I remember every like that whole like neighborhood was new because everybody was building houses. It was a yeah. new like development. And um our house was one of the first ones to go up. We moved in and there were like there were like few neighbors. We probably had like ten people living in the entire like Wow. It, like, neighborhood, yes. And that area's, really, like, really developed it's now. It's really developed now, but it was really new. Like, we moved in, I think, 2001. So, yeah, it was real new. And everyone used to, all the kids used to come over our house. They would jump off the, like, little, you know, the little thing that, that's in my mom's house that separates, like, the living room from the yeah. den room? So they used to would, jump off of that? Girl, we used to jump off of it, throw, because we had these little, like, um balls. Like, these little balls. I would have been pissed if I was your like, parents. Play, play type of, Look, no, but we used to clean it up before my parents came home, so they never like, even that's knew. That's a liability. They never even knew, like, all of that stuff was happening. My brothers used to jump off from, the like, the upstairs, all the way, like, just wild stuff. Y'all tripping Like, our out. house was, like, the party house for kids. It was, like, we would play football up in there, and we have a huge backyard, so yeah. it's, like, there was a lot to do, but they were playing football indoors, too. Mm. Like, girl, we have wild stories, so... Again, you know, these are my confessions. <laughs> I'm just like, Mama, if you're listening to this, last, <laughs> she you're probably me. laughing. So, or she's gonna, or they're gonna whip us. <laughs> like, have, have you had that conversation yet with your with your mom about like things that you did during your childhood that girl, was yes. not oh so funny, girl, yes. back then, but it's hilarious now. No, girl, yes, we have that with <laughs> our mom all the time. Like, that's me and, and my mom, mom too. just like laughs it off. But the thing is, like, I don't know if you had this issue. My mom, my parents are so lax with, like, my baby brother. Yeah. Girl, he ain't go through none of the shit we went through. Like, he's so, like, he's he is blessed because I'm like, you did not go through the struggle like we did. Yeah. You were not getting your ass beat. I don't recall my brother ever getting a beating in his life. I remember him crying. Um, But my sister, of course, would say that she remembers him crying way more. Um. But I don't remember my parents. I know for a fact my dad never beat him. He never got a beating from my dad. So he was the only boy in our family that never got a beating from our dad. But I don't even think my mom ever beat him. Hmm. Like, I remember her yelling. 
because that's more so my mom's thing. Like, she's she tired now. She, she ain't yeah. got time to be whooping nobody. That. But I don't even remember him getting a beanie. So I was just like, boy, you are blessed. Okay. And now, you know, he's just this real tall, like, beautiful boy and with a beautiful mind. And yeah, I'm just nah, like, I'm me proud and my of him. Siblings, that's why I'm like, maybe, you know, the did. yelling worked. <laughs> uh, me and my siblings, no. I got them hands. My brother got them hands. Everybody but, in my family got hands. Um, <laughs> don't try us. What is it? We, um... <laughs> And I mean, as far as far as spanking, so from my mom's kids, it was just me and my brother, and you know, we we got spankings. But my dad disciplined my brother more, you know, of course, because mm. the boy. And then as far as my my little sister and little brother, they didn't they didn't got their their fair share. But I would say the difference between them and me and my brother, I feel like my stepmom is more willing to like talk to her children like Mm. when I met her I wasn't used to like okay we're gonna talk about what just happened I thought like an action was gonna be done and then that's that so that was an adjustment for me and my dad more so with me that's when the communication came in but I was just like oh my daddy's not gonna spank me now when my dad did discipline me I think he pinched me y'all it broke my heart I, (laughs) I bawled my damn eyes out I was just like he pinched me like he seriously did not discipline me So when he did discipline me, I was just like, I'm heartbroken. Like, why did you do that to me? Why didn't you tell my mom to discipline me? Like, that's who I'm used to disciplining. I mean, but shout out to our parents, though, because I really, I really, I remember when me and Bay first started dating, or even like in the beginning, um, when Ezra was like a little younger and all things were good. I remember we used to be like, oh, we're not going to beat him. We're just going to talk to him. Girl. I started out with that, and my, Girl, my parents way, were like, "What are you talking about?" The way that decision quickly changed as we, <laughs> as soon as as soon as Ezra turned one, he became a different person. He his his entire personality, his his lifestyle, it really like it, it blossomed. I said, "Wow, this is my child," and I really do see a lot of myself in him. I also see a lot of Dex, but like just like my mannerisms. My person, I really see a lot of yeah. him and me. But then again, he is a Scorpio as well. <laughs> Scorpio gang. Josiah <laughs> changed, like, literally, not even within 24 hours. Right when he hit two, when they say terrible two twos is worse. a thing, yes. I'm just like, what in the world? And me Run and his for dad your life. <laughs> talk about it all the time. And I will say, like, if you co-parent, co-parent, like, the funniest thing and the biggest blessing for y'all is y'all child because mm-hmm. it's just like, Y'all can see the difference from y'all two as individuals and your child. Like, I, my son's dad says that I'm very dramatic. Mm-hmm. So when Josiah be doing the most, I just be like, damn, Josiah, like, who, who are you getting this from? Right. And literally everybody be like, Danielle, that's you. Mm-hmm. And I just refuse to accept it. No, right. it's not. It's not me. But, like, his dad is just like, bro, you dramatic like that. And then sometimes when my son is, like, cool, calm, and collected, I'm just like, okay, that's your daddy. Yeah. Seriously, because I'm just that, like... I feel the same way. Bay is that way. He's um, he's more calmer than I am. Like, he's not quick to, like, oh, my God, like, over-exaggerate things. Yeah. I don't feel like I over-exaggerate, but I'm quick to, like, bro, I'm tired. Again, I'm working on my patience. But um, do you... I feel like... So, for, do you ever see, like, yourself and just how you're just like, dang, I understand why my parents... Had to whoop my ass. Yeah, like when Josiah gets an attitude, I'd be like, what? What is this in Josiah? Now, I will say this. 
Josai can be very demanding for like a two year old, and I, sometimes I just be like, "Where are you getting this from?" Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like that's from like his dad's side because even mm-hmm. though his dad is like a very chill and relaxed person, mm-hmm. that man can be very demanding, and I'm I'm not demanding like that. So I'm just like, "You are hella demanding. Like, please, please relax." But hey, it's just the personality <laughs> thing that comes with your kids. Right. So I feel like. With, so, with Ezra, whenever he's, like, whining yeah. and just being irritable and crying, he does not get that. He gets that from his dad's side. I'm like, that is from your dad's side. Because I wasn't, like, according to my parents, I was a good baby. I wasn't, yeah. I didn't cry much. I was just very defiant. I've, like, been very independent. And I see that in Ezra all the time. Like, yeah, he'll tell him to do something. From, from me for he'll do it, but he'll only do it when he's ready to do it. He's like, he'll look at you, and Ezra does this, like, real, like, weird smile thing. Baby, Ezra got them looks. I'll be like, who is this? Ezra really needs like a meme account because he is hilarious. He'll look at you, smile, and walk away. He won't do it, but I like, I don't even trip anymore because I'm like, I know he's going to do it, but he'll do it when he's ready. And I feel like the reason why I don't trip is I'm like, that's exactly how I was. And I see why like my mom was ready to just like, she was just ready. Like, (laughs) she was like a hunter. Like, I'm ready. What's up? Try me. You know, but I see why she was the way she was around my parents had to discipline me because I, I was a defiant child. I wasn't a baby kid because typically things that my parents like wanted me to do or expected of me, I did. You know, they wanted me to be, you know, an exemplary elder child. I was, um, I was. That's definitely an an older sibling thing. Right. It really, girl, the first, look, the first born child, we really need reparations. (laughs) (laughs) I need reparations for the things that I. We don't get enough credit. We really don't. I feel like there should be a tax credit for firstborns. Can I get a tax credit? Tax credit, please. I need my money. Cause that next baby come in and they be like, "Oh, it's it's okay, you know, it's it's not okay." And like out of me and my uh, out of me and my brother that comes from my mom, mm-hmm. this boy was the baby kid inside of school. Like I was the if you want to call me a baby kid, Girl, I acted a fool. Because I was the same school. brother. I was just talking about how he acted a fool everywhere in school, outside of school. Like yeah, like Junior just just woke up one day and was church. like, "I don't give a fuck," and I'm like, "Y'all not gonna." <laughs> Thank him. Y'all not gonna do nothing. No, and then my dad said, "Oh, you know he he a boy." That I did not like. That please, when you become a parent, if you are a parent, don't do that double standard Ooh. thing. I could not stand yes. it. Okay, now that we are on this topic, <laughs> I feel like mothers coddle their sons. Mothers coddle their sons way more. I feel like I don't. I don't feel like I coddle my son um, because, and I feel like the reason I don't is because I have seen. The way, you know, ancient niggas have treated people and how they treat females and how, you know, they just walk through life thinking, you know, they're they okay, so to. But I feel like compared to compared to my brothers, like me and my sister had way more we had way more expectations of us. Like I feel like we 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 had more pressure compared to my brothers. Because girl, they were so so when you say that you feel like you don't coddle Ezra, do you do you mean like you've never have before or like you, cause I feel like I definitely have coddled Josiah in certain situations. I'm definitely trying not to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. But there were points and times where I'm just like, okay, this is my baby, whatever. Right. I'm no, 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 no. Be- I'm not saying that I never have. I feel like there, there's an appropriate time to coddle your child. Okay. But I feel like if Ezra is like, like he's a baby, he's 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 two. Yeah. So when he's crying, of course, yes, I'm going to coddle my child. He's a baby. But I feel like, for example. If your son is acting a fool in school, 
don't say, well, you know, he's a boy. Because he's 12, you know, he's just, yeah. he's maturing. No! I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, you need to whoop... I'm not saying you need to whoop his ass, but there needs to be some kind of discipline and you need to explain to him, like, look, you know, you need to explain to him, look, this is not acceptable. Like, I understand, yes, you are going through some growing pains or whatever. However, that does not excuse you to act a fool when I, you know, take you out in public or you're, you're in school. You're supposed to be in school learning. But I feel like it starts at an early age and you start telling your, your, your son, look, oh, that's okay. You're giving this them these excuses because, oh, men go through all these things. Men mature a little later. It's just going to take them time. You know, men don't mature until they're like between the ages of 21 and 27. Look, bruh, that's the problem. Even, when you're continuously telling them that and then they grow up, you right. know, and they become men and they're out here acting wild and it's like, oh, you know, he just has to grow up a little bit more. No. Because they're not, you don't ever see that with women. Women, like, you're expected to know how to cook at a certain age. Um, you should know how to do laundry. You should know how to do all this, all of this. Take care of kids, work, and have the house prepared and clean by the time your husband gets home. And I'm just like, men don't have that pressure. Yeah. And I, I, I also feel like it depends on, like, you know, your background and the household you came from. Because I know for guys, like, I've just recognized this for guys who, um, I don't want to necessarily, well, this might be the truth. If you come from, like, a single-parent household and, it, and you grew up with nothing but sisters or whatever, I feel like those men are more willing to cook and, like, clean up after themselves mm-hmm. because it's just, like, that's all they saw, mm-hmm. you know. So those are the things that they do. But to piggyback off what you were saying as far as, like, acting out in public, I know, like, for myself, as far as discipline with my kid, I'm, I don't have it in me yet to just outright spank my baby in a no, store. Like, when, when he's... And it don't even have anything to do with age for me. My thing is, and I should not care about this, my thing is, like, when people be watching you and they're like, oh, you know, I might call the cops on this lady because she, like, you know, spanking her little kid... And don't get me wrong, like, I will spank Josiah ass, but the thing is, I'm not going to do it out in public. And the best advice that I received from our daycare lady is, she said, when your son acts out in the store, because for some odd reason, anytime we go to the grocery store, like, my son wants to try me. Mm-hmm. That's the only place, and I don't understand why. But she was like... Because um, they say that at the age of two, your children are starting to test test you so they're testing the parents oh to yeah he's definitely far, testing the you know, waters how far, how far can they go and what can they get away with that's why he's doing that so we go to the uh she told me to if you're having this issue guys so i started doing this when he <laughs> told she told me to buy a belt i'll never forget the day i did this josiah started right when we walked in the store i went to the belt section i was like josiah i'm gonna spank you do you want to spank it no mommy kept doing what he was doing i went over to the section got the belt i had it in my hand literally acted straight for the rest of the you know grocery shopping ride whatever Mm -hmm. i bought that belt that is like my go-to all i have to do is show josiah the belt and he will act right and i i kind of hate it because it's just like i want you to listen to me the first time i shouldn't have to threaten you with the belt Mm -hmm. but it has worked and i just i just pray that it works up until like i'm ready to use the belt I feel like I won't ever use a belt. I feel like my hands, <laughs> again, I feel like my hands are strong enough. Um, I know I don't use the belt. I just don't know when. I, I feel like I won't. I feel like his dad will. His uh-huh. dad will. His dad will definitely use the belt. But I feel like I'll be more. I feel like I'll be more like my mom, but um, not so much more vocal. And 
I have this look that I do with Ezra, and he knows not to try me. Versus like his dad has to raise his voice. Um, and but I have this dad look. doesn't have to raise his voice. I think so. For us, as far as voices, his dad like, sometimes does. Josiah's dad when he talks, <laughs> he um he's his voice is not super deep, but he can just be like. Hey, and Josiah will like get his stuff together. Me, I'll the look works sometimes, but now Josiah be looking at me like yeah, giving me the look back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he older, it's starting to it's just like okay, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like, trying to I'm trying to like figure out like ways and where you know he won't try me. I'm just like don't try me. I'm your mom. Because the look not working for me anymore. But the look with my yeah, mama, it's, baby, it's point, all my mama had to do was look at me. So like I I feel like. I, he's for sure going to get meetings. He's for sure. Because as much as, you know, there's this whole new thing about, you know, beatings don't work. That's a lie. Beatings work. Yeah. They work for me. They work for my siblings. They work. Um, and it's funny because the other day I just saw um, a guy that I know, he was tweeting. He said, you know, his parents, you know, they took his phone away. They grounded him, all of this. But he never got a beating and none of that stuff worked. So, I so because like- of that... He's going to beat his kids because he knows that all of that didn't work. And for somebody to say that, I was like, that's 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 powerful. That's very interesting because people feel like, oh, you just have to, you know, ground your kids and yada, yada, yada and talk to them. I'm like, sometimes that stuff doesn't work. Like, I feel like looking back, if my parents had did that to me, I wouldn't have taken them seriously. So I seriously feel like when it comes to physically disciplining your child, first of all, consistency is key. You can't. <laughs> You can't whoop the baby one day or one month, and then the next few times they act out, you just like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. Like, you True. seriously have to be consistent. And that's why I feel like people be like, oh, beatings don't work. Because they feel like Because they're like, not being consistent with it. And not even that. I feel like they think beatings and when you're... you're it's they, always over the top. That and people... I think people associate when you beat your children and they become, you know, um, submissive that it's out of fear. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I feel like... When my parents beat me, it wasn't because I was afraid of them, and that's why I acted right. It was because I respected my parents. Yeah. Like, I respected my parents. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to anger my mother this much for her to then come and attack me. Let me conform myself and get myself together. And I feel like people misassociate. They're like, oh, it's because you're afraid. I mean, like, yes, you don't want to get hit. But it's just, you don't like it. I don't feel like I was ever afraid. I can't speak, I guess I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like that association with fear and getting beat, and it's like people shouldn't, like children shouldn't fear their parents. I agree, however, you should respect them. That's why I'm like, no, I'm going to beat my child because I want my child to be submissive. Um, And again, you know, when people think of submission, they're like, oh, they're less than. No, it's just, it's it's a it's a point of respect. You need to respect that person. I want my children to always respect me. But I'm not going to judge parents on how they choose, you know, to discipline their ch- their uh, their child or their children. Look, if you don't want to beat your child, that's fine. I'm going to beat mine. Just don't, you know, tell me what I need to do. Or just don't, you know, try to project what you're doing right. that might not be working for you on me. For, <laughs> for me, I know, like, I've been, um, I've been told things like, you know, when you have a boy, you got to make sure you instill fear fear in them because you don't want them to, you know, disrespect you or as they get older and, you know, this thing with height as they get taller. For me, like, that, that's definitely not a goal. And I know, like, I told my son's dad, like, God forbid, I don't want this to happen. It's not going to happen, but... 
we have kids and things are unpredictable. But if there's just a scenario where my son is just like refusing to listen, I am going to let his daddy handle that because I know my son is going to have a different you know, respect level for his parents. Mm-hmm. That's that. I that's normal. Like I have right. a certain respect level for my mom and then my dad. So mm-hmm. I just feel like for over the top situations, of mm-hmm. course, you know, I'm gonna get in my son's butt. But yeah, your daddy is gonna be the mm-hmm. final decision making on that. You know, with my input too. But he's gonna have that man to man conversation with you, mm-hmm. and you know, y'all are gonna go from there. But I just, I really don't get it when people are just like, oh, you know, you need to instill fear into your kids because. Even though I was, like, scared of my mom, like you said, scared to the point where I wouldn't try her again, it wasn't just, like, damn, I'm super afraid of my mom to where I feel like I need to call CPS. It's more of a respect thing. I feel like it's it's more of a respect thing. And I agree with you. I feel like I... I know my strengths, and I know his father's strengths. So I feel like for certain situations, I know I feel comfortable with handling this, and then others, I'm like, oh, no, your dad can handle this. He, He gonna set you right, for real. So I I like that we kind of both have that same thing going on in our um, separate families. But girl, um, what you were saying, so off that whole, like, we have to instill fear. I feel like because we both have black boys, I refuse to have my black son be afraid of me or anything. And he already had to deal with the stuff out in the world. Like, Like, no, there's already enough fear that's going to come from the outside world. I never want, especially my black sons, to feel afraid of being home in any aspect. Like, I don't want you to be afraid of me, your father, anybody. Like, anybody within our family, your grandmother, you know, your uncles. I want them to be able to come to anybody within our family, um, family friends, and feel comfortable. And I definitely want my children feeling comfortable um, talking to me about anything because look y'all they are out here legitimately targeting black people especially black boys and men and it's just so you you I can't do that to my child I just I can't you just mentioned family friends and I remember I had this conversation with someone they're actually a parent and mm-hmm. they were just telling me like they're um the way that they grew up, you know, was basically with the village. I don't feel like I got that as a child. It was just like, you know, my mom and my immediate family. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like for for single mothers who don't, you know, necessarily have a dad to go to mm-hmm. when their kids are acting out, do you feel like mentorship is very important? Yes. Yes. I feel like it's, it's very, very important. Um, I do agree that only a man can teach another man how to be a man. A woman can't. I don't feel like a woman can do that. I agree to a certain extent. Like it's like I just I don't think it's possible because I feel like you can teach a man to groom himself. Like you can, as a woman, you can teach a man or a boy to grow up in a way that he himself can teach himself how to be a man because he's he's had that you know, um, that core teaching from his mother. So he will find his own mentors, whether it be in school and church, right. whatever he's doing it. In sports, they can teach themselves how to be a man, but you yourself as a mother can't groom a man, if that makes sense. Because they have to see another man and how they conform themselves um, in order to figure out, you know, who they are. Okay, I, I see where you're That's coming how from. I feel. Even if you come from, like, a single, you know, mother household, mm-hmm. 
just like you said, your outside life, there was some man involved somewhere right, down the line. Right. Okay, so there's someone that you are not imitating, but there's some there are some there's either someone or some people some kind of that you're taking different you. kinds of yes, you know, different kinds of things and you are creating your own being. I don't that's why I like, like when some people are like, Oh, uh, my mother taught me how to be a man. No, your mother taught you the skills the core necessities that you needed in order to teach your own self how to right. be a man. But I do feel like, yes, you can you can still say, you know, my mother, single mothers especially, is the one who made me who I am today because she is. Right. That's, who, that's the only person you had. But at the same time, you taught yourself how to be a man. Because me and my son's dad, we have that conversation all the time because my son lives under my roof and I actually taught my son how to potty train. Now, mm -hmm. one thing... Um, where we do kind of bump heads is like if I'm working on something with my son and I feel like my uh, my child's father isn't as consistent, mm -hmm. you know, when he goes over to his house, it kind of frustrates me. Like with potty training, mm -hmm. I told my, um, you know, his dad, I was just like, I was just like, hey, you know, when he's potty training, can you... Can you actually physically show him? Like, I'm a visual person. So, mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes you can only say so much to a kid. You need to sit down on the pot. Sometimes kids, you know, are visual and right. they need to see. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, do this with him. And for the longest, he wouldn't do it. I don't know if he was kind of uncomfortable or just being lazy. But um, when we followed up from that conversation, he was like, yeah, you know, when I go to the bathroom, he goes mm -hmm. to the bathroom too. And now he's doing it. Like, Josiah is almost to the point where, like, He's done with potty training. He just needs to say, Mommy, I have to go pee. He'll say, I have to poop. But, mm -hmm. like, he knows how to hold, mm -hmm. you know, everything. And I'm like, I didn't show you how to hold it. Right. So I'm like, okay, so, daddy see, that's did That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you see, you kind of just explained it. There are certain things that women can't possibly teach men how to do. Like, I don't have a penis. Like, yeah, and it's just like, I could have shown you. Like, you know where your private part is. Mm -hmm. But, like, for me to be like, oh, go right, like this. Right, you know, it's it's impossible. And I don't want him, you know, I'm not going to YouTube it and watch it and have my Right, yeah. It. Like, I feel like, no. So, um, with Ezra, girl, I took your advice on the B-Rag thing. I really like that. And it did work. So, like, when he sees his dad, um... Wearing his do rack to sleep. Because we're trying to grow his hair up. He wants to wear his. Yeah. Um, he's not fully potty trained yet, but almost. He just says poop. You know, I, gotta, I gotta go poop. <laughs> but, you know, we still need to get the pee. Um, he still has accidents every now and then. Okay. Um, we need to get that together. We but, do yeah, too. Again, consistency is key. Like, when you're trying to raise toddlers um, to be potty trained, we're trying to get it before he's three, like, fully potty trained. Because we have his little cute little baby underwear, so I'm just like, you need to start wearing these, and yeah. I need to stop, <laughs> you know? We got to save our money, because pampers are not cheap. They are um, not. <laughs> they're not. So it's like, well, we're just trying to get that down. But um, back to what I was saying, like, how do you feel, like, now that you are a mother, and that you are a mother to a black boy, how do you feel with, like, you know involving him in society i feel like i i am so terrified like i feel like because i'm a mother of a black son i'm more on alert all the time that's me um, and i'm so afraid of the point when he's like going off to school um i'm already thinking i'm just like i don't want my child taking the bus i don't want him walking to school i always want to drop my son off i always want him picked up so because I, i'm so like paranoid um, because all the stuff that's happening, like, you, you think of, like, Trayvon Martin, 
I definitely want. Um, I definitely want my son to experience like walking home from school. Like even though my nerves may be bad, I I just want him to experience that. Like I don't want to be so freaked out to where my son's like, damn, mama, I can't really do anything because I did that when he was first born. Like how people took their kids to the store like a week after being born. Like mm-hmm. Josiah really didn't leave the house maybe until he was like three months. Like mm-hmm. literally I would just go over to my family house and that was it. Cause I just like, I don't want him to get sick or whatever. So I'm trying to get out of that. But the bus definitely does sound scary. Walking home from school sounds scary, mm-hmm. but I was a latchkey kid. So I did all that. Like I walked. No, home. I did too. But the thing is, it's just the way, like all everything that's happening. Yeah. It's as if, Every day, there's a hashtag. There's a new hashtag. Unfortunately, it is. But And I just, I can't, like, right now, until, you know, I guess, until Trump is out of office and, you know, things change and I actually see that my child is not a target. Because right now, I hate to say it, but But we're going to always be a target. We're we are, but I feel like I can't take any chances. Because people say, like, oh, it's a, it's a one in a million chances that your your son ends up on yeah. the street and yada. I'm just like, that's too much that's too much of a st- statistic to me. I'm like, that's way too much. It's too much of a risk. So for me, I know I'm not gonna take with me uh living on my own for the longest and I do still plan on getting this, but I don't know if you heard the news when that lady was at the uh gas station and like somebody jumped in her car and her kids was in there and she shot that man. I was just like, I need to become licensed to care. Like, I'm a mm-hmm. black female. I have a whole black child, and I'm by myself. And God forbid if somebody's just, like, watching me, you know, go in and out of my home. Mm-hmm. And my mom used to always tell me, like, stop doing things late at night with Josiah. Right. I don't like grocery shopping, so I usually go later, you know, at night when the stores are kind of dead. But I'm just like, mm-hmm. I have to stop doing that, mm-hmm. you know, because there's weird people out there. Somebody could still yeah. get my ass in the daytime. But right. I'm just like, I have to protect myself. And another thing that I told myself, though, because I was really stressing myself out I'm like I have to stop living in fear even though like I'm just like I want shit to go this way I want to be protected this way Mm. if it's gonna happen unfortunately it's gonna happen and I need to prepare myself for how I'm gonna deal with it Mm. afterwards so I just been like really trying to like you know just but no going off of that like what you said you want to stop living in fear I do too because you know I'm trying to you know, build my relationship stronger with yeah. God, especially this year. Like, this is the year that I'm just like, no, I need to get it together. You know, me and him need to have a one-on-one each and every day. And fear is not something that God gave us. Like, it's not something that you're supposed to have. So that's something that I've been working on because the devil be, the devil be out Booked here and busy. hard at work. Like, he's doing overtime, overtime. So I'm just like, look, I need to get to this point where, like, I just feel at peace, you know, like, at the end of the day, yes, we all have a beginning, we have an end. However, I want to live my life to the fullest. I want my children to live their life to the fullest. You know, I want my entire family and my friends to live their life to the fullest. But I just have to get to that point where, you know, I'm just not panicky and all of that. Yeah, because even, um, even when times are just, like, really hard, y'all was kind of choked up. And that last part, because I just, like, seriously would, like, freak myself out. So even if you're a parent out there... Or, you know, you just live by yourself, you know, doing your own thing. Because I know we have a lot of people who listen who don't have kids. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, just try not to live your your life, you know, in fear. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead. But and do be careful, though. Do still be careful. Definitely be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Protect yourself. So let's go ahead and um, jump into this. What, what done happened now? now?
Today is a good day. You know some shit may happen. Just take a deep breath and get you some laughter. Today is a good day. You know some shit may happen. Just take a deep breath and get a whole lot of laughter. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, did you... Girl, did you hear about this um, Bronx teacher that uh, basically, so basically what happened was um, she was a teacher at like, I think it's like an inner city school in New York, in the Bronx, and she gave oral to one of her 14-year-old students. What? Tell me why she's not going to jail. This is, this is... She's this is a thing that happens pretty often, unfortunately. Yeah, but that's, that's not the worst part. She's not going to jail, so she she's only getting ten years pro- ten years probation. Um, and the thing that just I was like, wow, she's not losing her teaching certificate. Was so she, she YT? Was, was she what? YT? Yeah, she was YT. <laughs> <laughs> um, she yeah, she was YT. <laughs> and she she's basically able to teach at schools. You know, even though she's on this 10-year probation, like, she can still teach. Yeah, so, I had to ask that question, because... Has to be, because it couldn't have been any other... Any y'all other get race. away with a lot of shit, okay? Let's let's just go from there. And look, but. like, you know, white people who listen to us, I'm sorry, but you cannot deny these these things happen. You Y'all do some crazy shit. And had it been, like, any other race, we... Man, sis would have been six feet under. Under the jail. Okay. Not in the jail, like, under. I'm just disgusted. I'm like, I, I, I'm just, I don't even. I, yeah, just, that's no. um. Unfortunately, that's pretty common. I'll never forget when I was in high school. It was there was actually two scenarios where mm-hmm. like this senior. I think I was a sophomore or something at the time. This senior, he was a soccer player. He was messing around with the teacher. I don't know if she was Hispanic or either she was white, but the uh the senior mm-hmm. was Hispanic. And they, so she, she was put on leave. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think that following year she was able to come back or something like that. She had to wait until he graduated. Yeah. Now with that, I don't know if he was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was 18, it's not ideal. Yeah. And that's somebody's child, so I'm sure the parent was like, it's, it's what still, the heck? Even if they're 18, it's still against the like, law. You can't fraternize with your students. Like, what? So, I'm just like, and then, like, when you think about it, I know some guys would be like, oh, it ain't no problem. You know, cool points for me, but it's just like, no. It's not. Like, that's the thing. I feel like guys like to, because I, I know a lot of guys who, like, had their virginity taken from them when they were, like, kids. Like, eight. And it was like, you know, Ooh, so yes, like, you know, don't eight. tell me like, you know, my house girl when I was, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> she was touching me somehow. I'm just like, that's rape. You were that raped. is. You were that was that sexual assault. You were raped as a child. And they take it's like a, a sense of pride to them, but I'm like, I don't know if it's like um a way of them coping. Cause I that's traumatic. That is that's very traumatic. traumatic. So I'm like, I don't know if that's like a coping mechanism for Creates them. It's a lot of confusion. Um, but yeah, that's not okay. Like men I mean, I can't speak for y'all. I'm not a man, but I'm just like, that's not okay. Men go through that stuff too. Um, when you were talking about your teacher, my mind <laughs> lit up. I was like, oh my God. Um, when I was in, in my high school, one of my, he was my second favorite high school teacher, like of all time. 
Yeah. But girl, so he's in prison now. Um, so what had happened was, like, for, for decades that he had been teaching at the school or whatever, there had been rumors that he was sleeping with students. And there were mm. multiple girls that came came up and, you know, and were telling their story, and everyone just dismissed it. It was teachers in my high school that dismissed it. It was so bad. There was this one girl, I remember, because she was in my class. Yeah. Um, it, it got so bad for her. She had to transfer schools because nobody believed her. And she was telling the story that, you know, this this teacher kept, you know, hitting on her. And um, he was just being very inappropriate. But the thing is, her boyfriend at the time was, like, really good friends with the teacher. So her boyfriend broke up with her, like, was just like, you're such a slut. You're a... Like, turns out, Sis was telling the truth the whole time. So, the way he got busted was that his stupid self took um, the valedictorian of the class under me. So, the the junior class under me when I was a senior in high school. Okay. He took the, the valedictorian of that class on a trip to UT. So, she was supposed to be visiting UT. Got a whole hotel. Had all the cameras just watching them. Wow. Um, he was actually having, like, an affair with one of my like classmates who was actually a friend at the time and I was shook like when I found this out I was like what um yeah like the tribe was it was a mess it was a whole mess I was like well so yeah and it's so sad because he was married he had three young kids his wife had just had like their newborn child <gasps> so the other story like yikes the other story that happened at my high school, it was this girl and a teacher, mm-hmm. and he already had a family. I don't know. I think he had like, two what kids. What is it with men? And, Be- and- <laughs> he had two kids, and it was a rumor going around, like, you know, they go together or whatever. Mm-hmm. Girl, they would be, like, walking in the hallway together, and I'm like, y'all not trying to hide this shit? I mean, y'all gonna do what y'all wanna do, right. but y'all are not trying to keep this on the low. And then eventually, like, I think he kind of took a step back because the rumors, they were just coming. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what is it? I think she graduated the were same they year as me. Though? Girl, yes. Oh, like, they are know. living happily ever after. Now, the mess of part of- so serious they got married and everything oh I'm, keep I'm in mind he already had a wife like he already had a wife and i think around the time she got pregnant he just had his newborn so i was just like oh my gosh like not only did you cheat on your wife with a a student a child uh-huh. at the time you go and have a whole nother family and you just gave me a newborn i'm sick and you wonder so why people want to kill like you together? they are together they, have kids? they are happy they have two kids i'm Ooh, this world I'm is. all about finding love, but dang, that not that it. way. That ain't it. That is not it. That is not love. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that is not love. That is... <laughs> they in love, babe. They look really happy. That's just sick. Like, <laughs> me, like, I'm thinking back to when I was in high school. None of my teachers were attractive. So I'm just like, even if they were, I'm sorry. I just, I guess I just wasn't fast like that. I mean, granted, I did lose my virginity. <laughs> oh, prom night, but whatever. But it's like... I just, no. I had no. some attractive teachers, but it wasn't like, I'm about to shoot my shot. Like, <laughs> like, I'm going to let him shoot my club. I, and, like, and I've, I've, always, like, I've always liked older guys, <laughs> but I mean, when I was 14, I liked somebody who was 16. When I was 18, I liked I mean, somebody no, who was I've 20. I've liked older guys, but they were like older guys, like, within your age range. Yes. Yeah. Not old ass. <laughs> like, 
Girl, these stories are wild. These these stories I'm are I'm a little different now that I'm grown. I'll take a sugar daddy, okay. but not in high school oh, or wee. middle school. So. Oh, we. But while we're on the topic of... Oh, damn. I was about to be like, while we're on the topic of old people. <laughs> I mean, he is, but I love him. So let's talk about Bernie Sanders. Um... Y'all, I love me some Bernie Sanders. I'm rooting for my guy. Um, Do you think the people are going to be with them? (laughs) Well, first of all, let's talk about this Iowa caucus. The people were with him. So, in my opinion and in, in the opinion of many others who listen to you know, everything other than mainstream media, because I'm sorry, if y'all are still getting your news from mainstream media, so that is your Fox, your MSNBC, your um, CNNs, that's not news. They're they're feeding you their narrative. You need to, you know, go listen to the podcasts and the different YouTube channels. Um, interviews. I'm really big yes, on interviews Yes, like now. interviews. You, you need to, you know, do more research because they're not giving you all the news. But anyway... Um, so mainstream media is 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 announcing that Buttigieg won the Iowa caucus by two delegates, but the math it doesn't add up. Like if you actually look into this, it doesn't add up. There's no way um he could have won and the reason why is because so like the way they had it set up is if you didn't meet like a certain margin in your like, if you didn't have enough delegates, they would give it to you anyway. So they had, like, all kinds of people just getting, like, mad um, delegates and it messed things up. So at the end, Bernie somehow was two delegates down okay. and Buttigieg won. But it just, like, and when you do the math completely, it's not 100%. So it's like, there's no way. So Bernie you're like it was rigged? It was rigged, for sure. I mean, it, it was for sure rigged. Um, for one, the entire Iowa caucus, um, this year, they had an app. So this is the first year that they use this app. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, so this is the first year that they use this app. And the app was created by... So the app, for it to be created, Buttigieg donated 40, 40 grand to get that app created. And Hillary Clinton's people, people from her camp, are those who, like, run the entire thing. Right. So it's like... Corruption everywhere. You're, you're, like they, they hate Bernie so bad. Like establishment Democrats hate this man so bad. They will say anything and do anything to make sure he doesn't get this nomination. But he's about to get it. Because in my opinion, and again, if you you are actually, you know, up to date with the news, the real news, right. um, you'll know that he actually technically won Iowa. He won uh New Hampshire's caucus or primary. He won the New Hampshire primary. Um so I'm just I'm I'm rooting for my guy. He has to win because it's just like he is. And me and uh, they were just talking about this the other day. I'm getting so tired of this um, history of Democrats wanting to basically submit to Republicans. It's like, for example, with Obama. Obama. The only reason Obama had um, what's his name, Biden was because he needed, you know, a white guy right. who white people could relate to. That's it. I'm tired. You will never catch a Republican. You will never Accommodating catch a, us. Exactly. You will never catch <laughs> the Republican Party trying to accommodate Democrats or any kind of left-wing, you know, narrative whatsoever. They don't care. Republicans go with Republicans. That's it. If you have a Republican pre- president, you have, you know, your Republican um, vice president. That's how it works. Democrats are always wanting to, you know... 
accommodate a party that you don't need to accommodate. Like, you don't need to accommodate. The people don't even want you to accommodate them. So the problem is um, everyone is just like, Bernie is too left-wing. He's never going to have, you know, a vice president or someone running with him that isn't as progressive as he is. That's exactly what the fuck we need. That's exactly what we want. That's exactly why Bernie is up where he's at is because nobody (coughs) wants... You know, nobody wants him to have to compromise anything. He's already promised, you know, um, universal health care. He's right. promised, you know, to cancel out student loan debt. These are things that matter Amen, to me. Man, I need it. Okay? Like, I need <laughs> it. But it's like, these are things that the average American wants, and every American technically wants, but it's like, you have this perfect person that's willing to give give you this thing, but you're not taking it. And right. that's my problem, and I'm just sick of, like, this... I hate mainstream media. Like I just, I don't, I don't watch the news because it's not the news. Um, I'll, I get all of my information from doing my research, listening to podcasts, um, secular talk. Um, I feel like I've talked about secular talk before. I think. Okay. Yeah, you've mentioned. That. Yeah, secular talk. It's hosted by Kyle. Um, y'all can find him on YouTube. Like he will give you everything. There are others as well. Um, we'll probably put them in the description box for y'all. Like this is where you need to get your news. Cause CNN ain't it um fox definitely ain't it like i'm it's just it's so bad but and guys like i said um for myself for those who are getting into the swings of things as far as like political conversations i'm definitely gonna um check out secular talk you know Mm -hmm. and like she said the news i stopped watching the news as far as like political stuff a long time ago because it's very biased like very very so yeah, guys, definitely stay tuned to the description box so you can check that out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did you see the commotion last week regarding um, a post that Ricky Smiley made? Oh, no, what did he do? So he made a post, and the post um, basically said, I don't know if he made this post or he just decided to repost it, but it said... Black boy, I want to wear locks. Society, suspend, no graduation, thug. Then it also says, black boy, how about a dress? Society, emojis praising the idea. And then at the bottom, it had the hashtag social engineering. So people are coming for him, calling him, um, you know, saying that he's a homophobic, Uh transphobic. And when I read it initially... I didn't see the problem. First off, I don't know if he actually made this mm-hmm. post. I think it was a repost. Mm-hmm. And I get, to me, I get what he's trying to say. Like, society is criticizing one thing, but let it be something that they're pushing for, which is, you know, equal equal rights, women in power, and for the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, they're yeah. praising those things. So right. it's just like you... Let's be fair on both sides. That's how I read the post. But some people right. were like, hey, you're homophobic. Yeah, that's bullshit. And then um, they start dropping memes of him, you know, playing as a woman and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's BS. Are coming for that's him. BS. Chill. That is such like, and, you know, it's still Black History Month. This is. That's what I'm saying. We got to drop that cancel culture. Exactly. In the spirit of Black History Month, I don't feel like anything, like from what I haven't seen it, but what you're describing. That's not homophobic. He's right. showing you that everything, everything 
is acceptable so long as it is not black culture. That is exactly what that post is saying. He's not saying that, you know, he's against the LGBTQ um, community. That is not what that post says. I feel like people are just so quick to cancel everybody. As soon as it's like the LGBTQ matters, like whenever it has something to relate to them, I feel like everyone is just on high sensitivity. Girl, like, even in the workplace, like, I think we had this conversation before, even in the workplace, like, I'll never forget um, when this black male joined our team and he was gay. Mm-hmm. Girl, our team was head over heels for him. And I'm like, what the fuck? But had he not been gay? Had he not been gay? They still would have. They still would have put him on a pedestal because he's black over the black woman. Like, right. these are the things, like, let's have this conversation. When I walk into work, like, I don't get all that praise. Exactly. I'm a, I'm, first of all, I'm a black woman. And then I'm a woman. Right. Like, come on now. But yeah, like my my team is kind of just made up of um, what is it? You know, gay men, and they get uh, to me. They get treated so well, and I'm just like, this mm-hmm. is nice, you know. But it's not it's not fair. Right. And I feel like the responses that people are coming to Rick, Ricky Smiley, it says more about them and their biases than it does about him because nothing he he did was wrong. I feel like if you're if you're attacking him and saying that oh it's his you know his homophobia is showing we need to cancel him it's like no your racism is showing right your implicit biases are showing because nothing he posted was saying that he was against this or that he's showing you how much society and he you said it was a social what engineer socially engineered yeah that's yes. what the hashtag said yeah. society has literally engineered this 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 narrative this this universe where anything that is black culture so that as that is our hair dreadlocks or locks excuse me locks <laughs> anything that is locks kinky hair dark skin big butt big nose all of that although you know people are starting to um get the surgeries for it is inferior is just is less than it's like you're you're low in the dirt than dirt but so long as so exactly so long as you know you have fair skin or you know you're gay or lesbian or bisexual or whatever and you identify with this gender but you were born this sex and yada 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 that's fine just don't be black that's basically what he just called out so everybody who was calling out ricky smiley and coming for his neck and i hope he didn't apologize for this shit did he apologize that I don't know yet. I hope he. I hope he didn't. Um, because I, I'll, I'll, I won't be disappointed in him because I get the pressure. You know, he's a he's a public figure and all right. of that. But I would never apologize for something like that. And I'm not apologizing for yeah, anything. Yeah, and I'm I, saying, no. I, I hope he doesn't apologize. Like I can see nothing to if he for. was attacking someone. But they also tried to flip the script, and then they brought Dwayne Wade's daughter into mm. the description, and it's just like. Y'all always got something to say. Exactly. First of all, all this is, you know, for the public eye, but people criticizing Dwayne Wade, like, oh, how could you let your now daughter do mm-hmm. these things? Like, if it's not your child, don't worry about it. I always say, your child, your decision. Exactly. Like, chill. And Ricky Smiley was not trying to attack Dwayne Wade's daughter, or not even, to me, not even trying to attack, like, um, would it be, would it be transgender? Would that be transition? Uh, I think she's in transition. Okay. So yeah. So he I, I personally don't feel like he's trying to do any of any of those things. But that's just like the conversation that I had with you. Like I don't have an issue with the LBG QT community, but it is not my idea for my son to be 
gay. Now, if my son comes to me and say, hey, mommy, I feel this way. Okay, baby, I'm with you 100%. But I also have an issue when people are like, oh, let's introduce all these things to kids. Like, no, no, no. kids are easily influenced. Like, exactly. I don't put my makeup on and in front of my as, baby. Exactly. And as much as people there's are, certain things I just don't do. And a lot of people are just like, you can't, you know, a person can't be gay just by, you know, watching this or that. I'm just like, while that might be true, they can still be influenced. They can be influenced. That is exactly that is that is. Like, the the point of being a parent is, you know, to raise your kids in the way that they should, you know, be. Right, and how you want to, and that's my decision. You can't criticize me for that. Like, I can't control how my child grows up, but I can influence. Right. And there's certain things that I don't want, you know, my son's doing or seeing, and I don't want my daughter's doing or seeing. And that shouldn't... That shouldn't be a homophobic thing. That's not homophobic. That's just, I have a preference, right? Just like you have a preference. Like, if you want your children to do this, that, and the third, I can't judge you. That's fine. But don't sit here and then tell me, oh, just, if you're if you're telling your child they can't do this and they shouldn't do that, you're a homophobic. Right. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm definitely not. And everybody does have the pre- preference. If you have the preference to be racist, that's you. If you have the preference to be homophobic, that's you. Yeah, people are going to slander you. But at the end of the day, what you going to do? What you want to exactly. do. Just don't, mislabel, <laughs> just don't mislabel people because they have a different way of, of living life. Like, don't, right. don't. It's just, it's a waste of time. But And while we're on the topic of locks, um... I'm sure all of you guys, or if you haven't, that's why I'm discussing it. If you haven't been keeping up, what is this gentleman's name? Andre, oh, excuse me, DeAndre Arnold, the um, senior from Barbers Hill High School mm-hmm. who was asked to cut off his locks, was recently granted $20,000 in scholarship mm-hmm. from Ellen and Alicia Keys. What's mm-hmm. Ellen's last name? I the Dinners. Okay, there we go. There we go. Bev said it for me because I probably was going to butcher that. So they gave him, um, Ellen invited him on her show, of course, and he was rewarded the $20,000. I'm definitely here for it. I will say, once again, you know, the school is full of crap because when I watched the show, he was just saying how when his hair was up, it wasn't a problem. But if he was to wear his locks down, it would become a problem. So then that's when the school pushed for the fact, well, you're graduating. Of course, you can't wear your locks on top of your head with the hat. So since they're going to be down, you will be out of dress code. Therefore, you cannot walk. Yeah. So at this point, y'all just picking on this man. No, at this point, they're trying to they're trying to save their image. They're trying to save their their image and say it wasn't that we were against the locks. We were just against the length of the locks. So if he can't. You know, wear the graduation hat with his his locks being tied up in a ponytail. That's out of dress code. We would do that for everyone. Yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of and here. And it's wild because he was saying, he was like, anytime I went to school, my hair would be up. So he was like, I didn't see the problem. And he was like, it really started, like, the situation really started escalating, like, after Christmas break. And it's just like, mm. what? So I feel like somebody walked in one day and was just pissed off and was like, I'm going to make a big ass deal no, out of this. Their racism just came out. I'm just like, because this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, they, he's they, been there they, the whole You're time. right. They probably did have a bad day, but then it was like, it was so bad that it was like they couldn't restrain their racism. Because, you know, they be having it on check. Like, in the, especially, like, you would know in the corporate, in the corporate world yeah. and, and also in law, 
Um, you know the white people that are racist. It comes out like in the most subtle ways. Like it's like subtle racism. Like, They'll oh, say okay, things that's what like, you "Oh, you know, I'm so surprised you were able to do that." Hmm, really? Because I'm, because I'm, because you see me as a nigger, right? <laughs> I can't be. And then look, the jaw educated. drops. The jaw. <gasps> right. Right. Oh, you thought I didn't know, right? Yeah, I knew, baby. Like, oh, niggers I have knew. niggers have sense. Yes. <laughs> Y'all pick up books and read. <laughs> we do. Wow. <laughs> so y'all oh, trash. Oh my god. Oh, but oh, I forgot to say this when I was talking about Bernie. So you guys, um, should I talk about that now? volume yeah go ahead yeah. And talk about me now. okay so you guys i know um or even it, i guess some people don't know early voting was february uh 18th so that was last wednesday um i really hope a lot of y'all went out to vote um but it's not too late for and i'm talking about texas this is for texas um so the primaries are happening the election day for the primaries is march 3rd um I need y'all to really go out and do this um, for real. If you really want change in this nation, this is the time to make change. Um, I'm tired of people saying that my vote doesn't count. It does count. The only way your vote is not going to count is if you don't vote. Okay? So I need y'all to go out and vote. Um, March 3rd, election day. If you can't make it on March 3rd, you can mail in. You can do that actually right now, you know. No excuses, After guys. you listen to this episode or whatever, go online um, and you can download a ballot and mail that in. You can go into um, an office, go into your local offices and mail that in or hand it in, but there, like, like Danny was just saying, there are no excuses. I don't want to hear it. If I see another Harambe situation happen like it did in 2016, I'm done. I'm just done. I, I'm tired of people complaining about, oh, you know, my taxes are too high. Because, you know, in Texas, like, it's, it's a big thing now. Right. A lot of people from the Midwest and East Coast are moving to Texas because it's, it's much cheaper. But it's not as cheap as those of us who are actually from Texas as it used to be. So if y'all are tired of these things happening and you know, those of us who are students and we got, you know, student loans, if you don't want to pay them (laughs) and you want to be able to, you know, go to school, finish school and come out, you know, being able to buy a house, a car, whatever, and not feel the burden of, you know, six figures on your back. um, You need to go out and vote. And that's it. That's that on that. And for those who are contemplating on, Oh, should I really vote? Is my vote going to matter? Remember in last week's episode, I told y'all about the rapper who broke it down. If you don't know, it's okay. It's totally okay. I'm not judging you. There's stuff that I'm still working on. But if you don't know, I would definitely encourage you to go like, like Bev said, um, I am so bad with remembering names. Secular talk, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. We're seriously going to drop that for you. And actually a couple of them. I have a list that we're going to have in the description um in the description box so definitely um look into our description box on this episode while you're listening and you have until march march 3rd so go ahead and do your research and then that should definitely help you you know with your voting so black people (laughs) okay (laughs) we are on black this this is what black history month this is the last week too okay okay so i need y'all like this is this so that's next monday 
March 3rd. Yep. That's next Monday. So I don't want to hear it. I really don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't hear no complaining. Um, I think what I'm going to do is, like, if I, if I see a complaint, I'm going to just ask, <laughs> did you vote? Oh, okay, you didn't? Hirsch. Canceled. Hirsch. <laughs> it's like, bye. So, yeah, please, guys, March 3rd, take it seriously. If you already voted um, last Wednesday, January 18th, or January 18th, February 18th, shout out to you. You already on top of it. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's it. And while we're on the discussion of this being the last week of Black History Month, it's it's the last week, but keep in mind, I'm what? Black. Blackity black. Blackity black, black, black. 365 days a year. But anyways. 366 since- <laughs> Um, there you go. Yeah. Correction. <laughs> no, no. You was right. On the, um, since we're on the last week, I just want to go ahead and say some things that I'm like, I don't want to say I'm necessarily tired of, but let's just leave these debates behind. The debate, I made a post um, on what people put in their grits, whether oh it's salt. I thought this was about to be like a, <laughs> a deep intent. <laughs> whether it's salt, salt and pepper, excuse me, or sugar. I can do both. Which one can you do? Okay, so I never really had grits too much, but that day that I was at your house and we yeah. had grits, that was good. <laughs> and you said you didn't even put sugar, right? No, I didn't do the sugar, so... Um, that was delicious. I used Y'all almond milk. <laughs> okay, so just add almond milk. Like, that 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 should be and like the, the end of it. In okay, it. so black people, <laughs> instead of using sugar or salt, is sugar or salt? Is it sugar or salt or sugar or pepper? Sugar or pepper. You can do all three, but most... Well, I know my homeboy from Louisiana. He said in Louisiana, they do salt and pepper. They don't do sugar. Okay. So, to end this, you know, war <laughs> of wars of the grits, um, just put some... Because when I tell y'all when Danny made this, this shit was bomb. Like, I ate that hoe up real quick. You um, both did. And that was my first time making so that. it was so good. Just put almond milk. Don't put no sugar. Don't put nothing. Just put almond milk in your grits. And voila, is it like better than what, cow what kind milk? Of, what kind of almond milk is it? It's the uh, the silk brand, if I'm not mistaken. Vanilla. Yeah. Okay, vanilla. so just put silk vanilla almond milk in your grits, and I'm telling y'all, bomb. And see, that's the end of the war right there. Peace treaty, everything. This is the last. This <laughs> the last debate because I saw this. Did I see this last night? On whether or not you sleep with a bonnet on, men and women. Uh, I I have to. My hair will dry out. So I have to as well. But there's some nights, especially those of us with locks, I be I be tripping. <laughs> I'm surprised I ain't lost the whole lock the way I be going to bed sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's very important. And I, I feel know like most black men don't sleep with. Anything. They don't, y'all. That's not okay. Like me and Ben, well, we, even we wrapping our babies' heads at okay. night. Like the thing is, like even, okay, so if men don't, it's okay if you don't. This is this is the only time it's okay. It's okay for a black man not to sleep with anything on their head if you're sleeping on a silk pillow. I feel like guys think that's just a, a black woman thing. No, y'all should be using it too. It'll help your hair. Like y'all trying to, you know, even if you have a low cut, like it's good to like moisturize your scalp and everything. I'm just like, y'all shouldn't just think like. You need a do-rag outside of yes, waves. Like, you do. You really do. Like Even y'all. if you ain't got waves, like keep that moisture in there, baby. Because Please. what if y'all drink your water? Your hair is not going to be moisturized. And if you're okay. not moisturizing your hair, don't moisturize your hair on dry hair, y'all. Make you sure know. you wet it. Spritz it with some water. <laughs> Rose fact, water. Get you, yeah, get you a, a spray bottle. Leave, Put some, like, conditioner in it and some water. 
and you good to go. You're good. Because, th- yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> so, on that note, the quotes so for leave today. Y'all with a, uh, a word of affirmation. It's don't quit, y'all. Simple as that. Yes. Don't okay. quit. Whatever you're doing, involved with, if you're feeling a little hopeless, if you're questioning some things, don't quit. Like, like voting. <laughs> if you are questioning whether your vote is going to count or not, don't quit. Just take your ass and go vote. Please. Go vote. You can think about it after you vote. Please, y'all, because I know y'all are tired of this orange thing in the office. Like, I'm tired. I know Danny Tangerine. is tired. Orange tantrum. <laughs> like we are tired, y'all, but I'm also I'm more tired of complaining about it than I am of this orange man. Like that's that's just to keep it real with y'all. Right. I'm tired of complaining. At this point it's like I need actions. Yep, lots of complaints words. but no actions. Okay, so don't quit. And don't ever feel like you can't be a change. Like even if you're the only person, like you definitely can be that change. Uh, before we end this episode, I just want to give a special shout out to the mamas. Like, especially if you dealing with some baby kids, it's okay. Be patient, and once again, don't quit.